When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Tuesday, February 23rd. I'm Rudy. What do you say we take a long walk to Cleveland? Yeah. There we go. What's happening, everybody? My name is Rudy Povich. This is a long walk to Cleveland. Or is it? I guess I'm not sure. See, what happened was, uh, just the other day, I was at the gym. I was chatting with a couple of guys, and we saw this kid in the corner of the gymnasium doing a move. I... I had never seen anybody use a leg machine that could <laughs> simultaneously work your back, but this kid had figured out a way to do it. And uh, he was going nowhere. And one of the guys had made a mention like, wow, that is a lot of work for a little, uh, just a little bit of return. And I went, yeah, man, that's like a long walk to Cleveland. And it was like the light bulb had just gone off. That is the name. <laughs> A long walk to Cleveland. It is a, you're putting in so much effort, you're putting in every last ounce of energy you can for such a small return. If you've ever been to Cleveland, you know that especially like driving from Minnesota to Cleveland, that's a hell of a hike. You get there and you drive through Cleveland and you're like, what the hell is this place? All of that for this? Man, we worked our tails off to get here. And this is it? This is Cleveland? Now, mind you, I've only driven through Cleveland in the middle of the night. One time while moving out to New Hampshire and the other time while moving back from New Hampshire. So I've never really seen it during the day, but I can go ahead and get a pretty good picture of what Cleveland is all about. And uh, I'd much rather see it in the night. At least it's covered by a cloak of dark. I don't need to see Cleveland during the day, but I don't know if that's going to be the name of this thing or not. I like the name. I think it'd be a great web series name. The problem with... A long walk to Cleveland is, if you don't know what the saying is, it doesn't make sense, and then you don't know what the podcast is. See, that's why I get, like, I saw a podcast the other day called Monster Quest, and I'm like, all right, I get what that's about. (laughs) I understand that at some point I'm going to fire up this podcast, and it's going to be something to do with monsters. It's right there in the title. A long walk to Cleveland? I don't know if that really screams what we're trying to accomplish. It might. It might just deter people. It might end up getting a a huge fan base in Cleveland. But then again, is that what we want? I don't know. Have you seen the Browns? Not much going on there. I don't know if this is going to be the name of it or not. I think we're just going to use this as a placeholder for a little while and see if something else sticks. And if it does, great. And if not, then a long walk to Cleveland is what we're going to call this thing. So uh, I wanted to get into a couple of quick, um, quick things that happened on the show today. Number one. Usually I I don't ever find myself saying this, but let's talk a little bit about John Mayer. And this is like the go-to song that everybody knows John Mayer for. Your body is a wonderland. And we've heard so many different things that the guy has talked about. He's been like, you know, um, uh, this song was for Jennifer Aniston. Or this song was for, what the hell's her name? Uh, Jessica Simpson. Nobody can tell. There are so many other better John Mayer songs. I'm going to play one for you. This came off of, I think it was like live at the LA Center or something like that. He did like a three, 
I don't know you want to call it like a three band evening where it was like the John Mayer trio and then him doing acoustic stuff and then him doing electric stuff. And this song is called In Your Atmosphere. You ever heard this? I'll turn that up a little bit. Yeah. Now, I do believe he wrote this song for Jennifer Aniston after they split. Man, listen to that guitar work. This is like an open F tuning for any of you guys that are like guitar aficionados. But I think he stole this tuning from Paul McCartney. I don't think I'm going to LA anymore. I don't think I'm going to LA anymore. I don't know what it's like to land and not race through your door. I don't think I'm going to go to LA such a good song. I mean, if anything, it's just one of those songs you can put on on a Sunday morning while you're making eggs and bacon and having an Irish coffee and just jam to it, man. God, that guy can play. We've heard so many stories about him being just a huge douchebag, but is he? I mean, I get that when you're like 23 and you're a musician and, you know, everybody's totally, you know, kissing your ass. Yeah, you can be a douchebag. Like, it must get to your head, but uh, at some point, you know, those people are going to turn on you who loved you. You're going to piss them off. They're going to move on. And you're going to be stuck with yourself. And you're going to be saying, so what's next on the list? Well, uh, he was just on the Andy Cohen, was it program, podcast? I don't know what the hell that guy does. But anyway, uh, he made a uh, he made a comment about what's left on the bucket list for John Mayer. Uh, it's, there's one thing left, and that's wife and kids. Oh, good answer. Easy. Wife and kids. And, uh, okay. You know, yeah, wife and kids, that, that would be, that would complete all of it. And I thought about this as recently as last night, because my brothers are both married and have, have children. Yep. And I asked you Friday night, at what age you think you will have children? My dad was 50 when he had me. Yep, I was 50 when I had Ben. I think the age is not determined by anything other than when you think you're done needing things from the world for just you. Mm-hmm. Which is great when you're single and don't have kids, but... When you go out uh, to a Christmas party and have a little too much to drink and end up getting somebody knocked up in uh, a friend's closet, then maybe you don't really have that much control. (laughs) You know? It'd be great if we could all wait until uh, we're all settled in our jobs and we have a nice nest egg of money, but some of us uh, don't get that luxury. Now, should you wait until later in life to have kids? Absolutely. Is there an age where you are too young to have kids? Yeah, you know. Like, if you're not going to have them at 14 so you can, like, you know, after the age of 34, enjoy yourself. I mean, imagine being 32 years old and your son or daughter is already 18. I have a cousin who was in that boat. At 14, we thought her life was over. And fast forward to him, you know, her son being, like, 22 years old and she's 36, 37, 38. Living life. Enjoying it. Living it up. Kids are gone. Imagine being that young. Man, I still got... My daughter's almost 13, so I still got another five, six years of her constantly being at home, and then she can make that decision if she wants to leave or not. But at 50, I don't know, man. That seems like so old. My buddy Mike, his old man, had their uh, youngest daughter at 50. He was 68 when she graduated high school. Damn near 70. I don't know if I would want that for my kid. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to have a dad that old. Nobody wants to go through life, you know, having to wheel pops around to your seventh grade volleyball game. That doesn't seem like a great way to bring up the kids. 
I had my daughter when I was we. Her mom got pregnant at 26. I was 27 when she was um, when she was born. That was like the perfect age, man. I am 40. She is 13 almost, and we we live it up. I'm still young enough to like enjoy some of the same things that she does, and she's old enough where at 40, I'm still going to the gym, and I just come home every day. We hang out for 10, 15 minutes. We chat about what's going on, and then I just go to the gym, and I'm like, all right, I'll see you later. I know everybody talks about how, hey, man, that the, the best age is three, four, five. They're just so much fun. They're, you can just see their little minds working. You get to... You get to see them just explore life. And I'm like, that's BS. The best time in life is when they're 12, 13, 14, when you can just go, I got to run to Target. I'll be right back. Do you want to come or not? And they go, no, I'm going to stay here. And you're like, sweet. Off I go. You don't have to sit around and wait for them to put their shoes on, trying to find a jacket, trying to get mittens on their hands so you can get the hell out the door. No, it's just like you just get up and you go. By the way, can we listen to more of that John Mayer song? We got any more of that? Man, imagine singing to this song to some lady like she's standing on her balcony, you're out in a courtyard, just jamming away. Seriously, you gotta look this song up. In your atmosphere, LA song. Oh. Alright, anyway. But nonetheless, uh that perfect age, I feel like 26, 27. Plus, everybody who's in that category, like I meet other parents that are around 39, 40, 41, and we're still cool, man. We can still hang. 40 nowadays is not the 40 that it used to be. 40 when we were kids sucked. Most people were old. They were way old. You'd look at them and be like, I don't even know how the hell you guys are standing. But like, you know, at 50, at 50 people are doing Ironman competitions. You know, it's like we're nowhere near what we used to be, man. We don't age the way we used to. But nonetheless, uh, wait to have them babies. Get a, a nest egg of money underneath you. Get a little bit of uh, experience and then bring them up. If you're having kids at 19, man, that's bad business. You don't want that. Nobody wants that. You're too dumb to understand. At least at like, you know, if you have them while you're in high school, somebody is willing to help you. But if you're a big dum-dum who gets knocked up at 20, who wants to spend their time helping you? You were the idiot. Nobody else. So anyway, I don't know. And then it come to find out today, uh, actually last night, they made the announcement, Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers, that those two are engaged. And as a Packers fan, I'm like, there we go. Did you guys not see what happened to Tony Romo when he started dating Jessica Simpson? Did you not see what happened to that guy's career? During those times, every time these high-profile athletes, they go out and they get a brand-new girlfriend, uh, usually it spells trouble. And any teammate of any of these guys knows absolutely what is happening when those guys step into the locker room. It's like they just they lose their edge a little bit. There's something about being a single athlete with like that much time, that much money, your youth, that just makes you play a little bit harder. And you see these guys that, uh, I think Tom Brady's about the only guy who's ever been able to successfully have a pro football career and have his wife at every single one of his games and never falters. Now, obviously, he's had a couple of setbacks here and there, but for the most part, I mean, think of every time we've seen Giselle Bündchen at a Super Bowl, he tends to pull it out. Everybody else, your career is going down the crapper, man. 
It, it, it feels like every time one of these dudes goes out and they get a high-profile girlfriend, you ain't making the playoffs this year. I wonder if there's that stat. Oh, man. I should have looked this up earlier. How many times a team has gone to a playoff when their high-profile uh, high profile player makes an announcement that they are dating another uh, high-profile celebrity? Damn. It's got to be less than 50%. There's not a chance, right? All right, I'll tell you what. I'm going to write that on the list. Hang on. Let's write it down. Tomorrow, percentage of athletes. I don't want to lose this because I'm serious. I mean, Tony Romo was like on top of the world, man, and Jessica Simpson started coming to games wearing his jersey, wearing a Cowboys hat. And what happened? Botches the snap. Kick does not go through the uprights. There's Tony Romo sitting on his ass with his hands in his over his face mask going, what did I do? Why did I allow this to happen? Percentage of athletes not making playoffs after Super Bowl. Oh, not after Super Bowl, after girlfriend, right? I wonder if it goes the other way, too. I wonder if ladies are affected by that. You know, is it Megan Rapon? Megan Rapinoe? Megan Rapinoe. Megan... Adam Rapon, Megan, I don't know, there's, too, there's far too many famous people. I can't remember them all. But she is uh, engaged to Sue Bird from the uh, WNBA. I wonder if when those two got together. I know Sue Bird's career did not falter. Sue Bird probably got better. I, I'll have to look this up. Anyway, we'll take a look at it for, um, for tomorrow. Uh, there was one more thing I wanted to bring up here. Um, and that is, oh, you know what? Actually, hang on one second. I wonder, ah, damn it. Ah, hell with it. I had some audio here of Shailene Woodley I wanted to play because it did kind of make me laugh a little bit. Uh, you know what? Since we already brought it up, I feel like you know, people on radio talk about things and then you never hear what they're talking about where they're like, oh, you know what song I really like? The safety dance. Well, then why don't you play the safety dance? You already brought it up. Maybe some people don't know exactly what you're talking about. They just know the song is the we can dance as we want to, we can dance the whole night through. Give me an opportunity to know what you're talking about. But anyways, this was uh, Shailene Woodley. She was on uh, Jimmy Fallon last night. Yes, we are engaged. We are engaged. But for us, it's not new news, you know? So it's kind of funny. Everybody right now is freaking out over it. And we're like, yeah, we've been engaged for a while. <laughs> I love that. Um, he's, first off, just a wonderful, incredible human being. But I never thought I'd be engaged with somebody who threw balls for a living. <laughs> like, I never thought as a little girl, I was like, yeah, when I grow up, I'm going to marry someone who, who throws balls. Yeah. Are you a football fan? I've yet to go to a football game, and before I met him, I'd never seen one football game before. When we met, also, like, I knew he was a football guy, but I didn't know, like, what kind of a football guy he was. And I'm still constantly learning. I'm still like, oh, wow, you know, friends would be like, you got to watch his YouTube greatest, or you got, and I was like, I don't, I don't get it. He's good. Because I don't know him as a football guy. I know him as, like, the nerd who wants to host Jeopardy, you know, like, that's the dude I know. <laughs> he loves um, Jeopardy? I love He that. just happens to also be very good at at sports. If I could just go ahead and throw a suggestion in there, you should go watch his YouTube highlights because they are magical. I'm telling you. How many fourth quarter comebacks that guy has? Dude. Guy's the master of the Hail Mary. If anything, just watch an entire YouTube, <laughs> like, you know, mock up of him catching teams with 12 guys on the field. 
guy's a master at it. Absolutely brilliant. To have that much wherewithal to tell your guys, like, hey, get to the ball. If you hear me say this thing, whatever that snap count is, hike me the ball so we can get a free play out of it. I feel like that's such an, you know, underlooked ability. That's skill to be able to know what is going on at the, on the field at all times. Man, and have that in here or in relationships. That would be nice. Yeah, anyway, uh, so as I mentioned, uh, this thing might be called um, A Long Walk to Cleveland. It might not. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. We're just kind of testing it out, seeing what's up. Uh, do I want to get some other hosts in here eventually? Is this thing going to be a daily thing? Absolutely. I don't think I want it any other way. I think that's the biggest problem where people falter is you don't get into the habit of of putting out content every single day. And when you don't do that, it, it'll it'll show. You're not going to... Uh, first off, you're not going to be able to hone your craft. And secondly, people are going to forget about you. You know, if you're not doing something every single day, you just kind of get swept under the rug because there's so much good content that's out there nowadays. But uh, I don't know if we're going to call this thing a long walk to Cleveland. If we do, great. If we don't, maybe you guys got some suggestions. I'll put it up in the post when I post this uh, a little bit later today. But uh, in the meantime, I'm Rudy Pavich. I'm out. You guys enjoy. This has been a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.